Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. win game that is a question that we're gonna break down on the dnvr broncos podcast today rolling with super bowl 50 champion todd davis henry chisholm who's rocking a nugget sweatshirt i watched that super bowl <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you watched yeah. it yeah damn super bowl watcher henry chisholm wow yeah. <laughs> just make sure we have the right at right uh, yes on twitter oh my god is there like uh <laughs> wait todd did you hear about that uh-uh Oh, What's the, what happened? So oh, yesterday wow. <laughs> we had uh, we had Pat on. He was on remote, and we had our guy uh, Nick, social media manager, mm-hmm. doing clips. So yep. he was live clipping what we were saying with Pat and putting those out. And uh, Henry asked, "What what was, what was the question you asked Pat?" Uh, I asked Pat because I have Justin Jefferson on my fantasy football team, uh-huh. and he's probably not going to come on next week. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. Exactly. And so I was like, "Should I should I bench him?" And he's like, "If you want to do what's best for your team." And so. Um, you know, just lighthearted fun thing. Yeah. Uh, so Nick clips that and says at Pat Sertan says um, to sit at, and then he meant to say Justin Jefferson, uh-huh. um, but instead he <laughs> added. Do you have the exact at? Uh, Justin Jet underscore X maybe. Um. Okay, I have it right here. Oh, okay. Um. He added at. Yep. At Justin Jet underscore X. That's not Justin Jefferson? No. Mm-hmm. What do you think that X at the end of that person's at stood for? Explicit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So you pull it up, and it's uh, a near-naked dude. Yep. <laughs> Adult film star. Yes. Actually, wow. with a bunch of awards. Yeah, well-known. So yeah. you went through his history or what? No, 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 no. That's what <laughs> yes, these guys yes, did. Yes, I, yes. He double-checked. What I do you just, mean? You the, were the one that sent us the screenshots, Henry. Yeah, the screenshot of the tweet, <laughs> not of his profile. Nobody was sending that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Twitter's a wild place. Oh, it really, especially now. It's it getting wild, wilder. Yes, west yes, on yes. Twitter. <laughs> because, yeah, I mean, that guy, he was like a verified account. Yeah. Which well, should be wrong. Can be verified, Exactly, right? but Justin Jefferson isn't. Yeah, it's true. Not that I want to defend Nick, because I would <laughs> I would never. This is hilarious. But, yeah, and, well, then afterward, he corrected it. Um, and so he edited the tweet, but he added Justin Jeffer him, who is just, like, some fan account who has, like, 900 followers. So <laughs> two strikes. Two strikes, two strikes. So we just uh, deleted it. We were like, you know what? This is just too much. We've got the yeah. screenshots for the fun, uh, uh, but just had to... Uh, to delete it um 
How did we get here? Oh yeah, because Todd got to make sure you apparently have the right didn't ass. watch the show yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. No, he did. He <laughs> no, saw, I he did. Saw, I didn't. Oh, you just missed that part. Yeah, I saw okay. the clip. I didn't. Okay. Yeah, I guess I wasn't clicking on that guy's profile. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> smart. Um, and Todd actually wasn't here yesterday because uh, you had quite the day and yeah. a really cool day. Yeah, I was at the uh, Air Force Academy mm -hmm. um, with the Broncos. They took some alumni, some cheerleaders. Miles was there, mm. um, who gets a lot of love, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, and we had a great day. We were able to go to the airfield and see some young cadets. Um, they were supposed to fly for us, but the clouds were too low, so oh. we didn't get to see this, this show. Um, but we got to talk to them, hopped in a couple, uh, couple planes. It's kind of tight, man. I can't lie. <laughs> you like, went in the planes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, so they let uh, us get in the planes. I feel like... I don't know if I can stay there too long. Like, my legs would cramp up because it's a tight space. Um, but it was really cool. Then we went and um, had lunch with all 4,400 cadets at the base. Damn. Um, it's really cool because you can see the different years. Like, mm -hmm. the fourth year are the, are the freshmen. The first years are the seniors. And all the freshmen have to run on the outside of the what they call the hill. They can't, like, walk through the middle of it. Oh, okay. And they have to carry their bag <laughs> in their left hand. So you can, like, spot the freshmen out very easily. Yep. Um, but it was just a great time, a lot of love. And um, then we got to talk to uh, the head of the, the football coach and the head of football mm -hmm. operations for the Falcons. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they go play Hawaii. So, you know, just got to chop it up with those guys and had a, had a really good Nice day. Man, that's awesome. And their football team is legit. I mean, they just they suffered yeah. their first loss of the season. That was such a brutal game. Yeah. But, I mean, before that, they were 8-0. They're still – I mean, they were ranked this past week. I'm sure they're not ranked anymore. But that's a legit football team. And their, their coaches – is great. Yeah, they brought it up a couple of times. They were definitely <laughs> hurt after that last performance, but uh, they did do much better against Hawaii for sure. Yeah, they, no. yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I think I could do pretty well against Hawaii too. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. don't and go the, that far. The Broncos have Jordan Jackson on the team who played at Air Force, yep. and uh, so I was just talking to him about all that like a week or two ago. It's like a crazy life because first of all, they keep like changing the rules about whether you're allowed to play in the NFL or whether you have to like actually serve right when you graduate. Uh -huh. And so when he was in school, I think the rules changed like two or three times. Dang. And so then he obviously is able to like play in the NFL. And this is his second year now, I think maybe third, I think second year um, came from the saints, which uh, we love on this <laughs> podcast. Uh, but as soon as he retires, even if, even if he's like Vaughn Miller, which probably unlikely, but if he is, he's got to like serve in the air force because he made that commitment and maybe there's some amount of money you can buy out of it, but that's, it, it's pretty crazy to be a part of that football program. No, I think it is. I think it's really cool though. Like yeah. being able to play football and still be able to serve your country at some yeah. point. Um, and they, the thing I, I like about the Air Force is there's so many different fields that you can go into underneath the Air Force. Like, not everybody has to be a fighter pilot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they have, like, a lot of opportunities for guys um, that just want to serve. Yeah, they, and that's really cool that you went down there, Todd. And uh, make sure to follow Todd's Instagram where all the cool inside pictures. Mm -hmm, yep. And maybe the coolest thing is you got to kind of fly a fighter pilot. Just a little bit. Oh, <laughs> shout out to our friends, all the cadets that I met. We have, like... Maybe 10 or 15 people come up and say that they watch the podcast. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so shout out to the cadets at the Air Force Academy. Uh, appreciate the love. Absolutely. Wow. And appreciate all that you guys do for us. Um, and you got to do a little flight simulator? Yeah, man. First time. Well, the second time I landed it perfectly. First time, <laughs> plane crashed. Oh, <laughs> Everybody was Is it done. one of those where like the whole thing will like spin around? No, it wasn't. Oh, okay. It wasn't all of that. But it's just um, you got to be very calm. You can't, yeah. like, overdo mm. it or overcorrect. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like skating on ice. You got to, like, be smooth with mm. the first time. 
planes, the, the wings flew off the plane. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. Uh, see, I want the ones where, like, the if you, like, turn, like, you can actually go upside down in the thing. Yeah. And so, like, when you're, like, spiraling down and crashing, it's actually terrifying. Have you done that? Oh, yeah. You've been in a real flight simulator where it, like, yeah. flips like, you? At, like, the, in Seattle, they had one at, like, the flight museum there. It's, like, I think it might be on, like, the Boeing property. So they have, like, a that whole bunch sense. of, like, there's, like, an old Air Force One, like, the president used and all that stuff. But they also have, it's, like, 20 bucks to use the simulator. Mm. They have one in, uh, we went to San Diego this spring. Dang. At the USS whatever mm. big boat they have there. <laughs> I, I, I don't have the memory. It, for, like, a month USS after. USS Big Boat. Yeah. USS <laughs> Big Boat. Yeah. For, like, a month after, I could have told you everything about that ship. Now it's been, like, six months. It's, like, I, it was a big boat. Now there were planes on it. Big Bird. Yeah, yeah, mind. probably. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> Just big bird, big boat. Um, and then Todd, you capped it off with a little date night at the Nuggets game. Yeah, oh, that was a fun one. Got to see a win. Yep. But what, like an ugly game on yeah, both sides was, of the ball. It was all over the place, man. Um, it didn't feel like we were connecting the way we normally no. connect. Um, and then when we would have a run, I would look up at the scoreboard and like you know we weren't that far ahead. No. You know, it was yeah. like a two or three point lead. Um, and I didn't feel like the Warriors were just playing all that great either. No, no. so I mean, Steph was through like mm-hmm. seven minutes had zero points, maybe even like through the first quarter. Yeah. Uh, but the Nuggets got the win. That's the most yep. important thing. We're happy that you're back, Todd. And so let's dive into it. I'm just going to ask you guys straight up: Is this a must-win for the Denver Broncos against the Buffalo Bills this week? You know, I do not feel like this is a must-win, but it could be a big win. Mm. With the rest of the schedule, I think there's a lot of winnable games. So if we lost one more. Yes, it would hurt, but it wouldn't be the end-all, be-all. But if we do win this, I think for the fans and the national media, I think the sky's the limits for the Broncos. And I think just as a team, if you beat the Chiefs, then you beat the Bills, there's nobody else on the schedule that you can't beat. Henry yeah. seems surprised by his answer. Yeah. Is this a must-win? I think so. Mm. I think so. Because, I mean, you look at now, they're 3-5. and five. Wow, the bye week really throws you off. Yeah. I haven't, like, thought through those numbers. Yeah, 3-5. and five. So... You lose two more games, and you've got a real chance at the playoffs. And so, in theory, like, this could be one of those two. And on paper, like, if you're going to lose two, this probably would be one of them. Mm-hmm. I just think it's so tough to expect them to go 7-1 and one down the stretch from that point that you kind of have to get this one. Like, I, I think that if you're sitting here at 3-6 and six on Tuesday, it just, it's, it's going to sting. Like, that's just such a big hill to climb um when you know if you can go get this win four and five versus three and six that's just such a massive difference and one one is a feasible path to the playoffs even if it's still going to be really tough the other you're pretty much doomed you just made my argument of why this is not a must win it's because um this is maybe the arguably the hardest game left on the broncos schedule and the broncos can drop two more games so if you can drop two more games and still make the playoffs and still yeah. do your thing, isn't like the hardest game on your schedule one that you can drop and still be like, okay, now the Broncos have already put themselves in such a bad spot mm-hmm, in yeah. terms of making the playoffs, starting off one and five. If they lose this game, they're going to be again in such a bad spot. But it's not like this game is going to be the difference in being in such a bad spot yep. at some point in this year and not being in a bad spot. So this isn't hmm. a must-win game. It's it's close because if Henry, you you built it, you would like to have a little extra cushion there mm-hmm. with eight games left after this game. Um, but for me, this isn't a must-win. And Todd, I totally agree with you. This would be 
a huge win. Probably if there's any other game that you would say, I'd like the Broncos to win this year, outside of an AFC West game, this is definitely the one that you're saying, man, if they can get this one, because then you just, Todd, you you broke down the momentum of what it would do for this team. Yeah, it would be huge for the team. Um, But yeah, I agree. I don't think it's a must win. Um, Henry, I'm sorry, two to one. Wow. I think we won this one. Uh, because, because there aren't any harder games in the back half of the season, you know? So Yeah, yeah. They'll be all right. I get, I win just, or lose. Three and six. Like, that's yeah. just so tough to come back from. And, and honestly, even four and five, like, there's still a, a long shot to make the playoffs, but there's at least, you know, what you need six and two down the stretch in that case. Yeah. Again, like, looking at this Broncos team, I expect them to be about 500 down the stretch. And because of this game, what there's nine games left, so it's an odd number. I'd guess they're like four and five. And the difference between four and five and seven and two is pretty big. That's why, to Definitely. me, you just got to get get this one and at least like your hat's in the ring at this point. Yeah, that's that's very fair. And let, let's actually, I, Henry, I, I think there's recent history to show that being three and six isn't an impossible task. To, yeah. to come back from and let's jump into that but what the broncos are gonna have to do is to make the playoffs they're gonna have to put their work boots on they're gonna have to put their work gloves on and get to work and uh, no better gloves to put on than hestra gloves bow, and bow, bow, we've bow, got bow. some gloves <laughs> I mean, we've you got fine for gloves that. here <laughs> like oh, Josie. Yeah. that's so stupid <laughs> it's so bad so stupid. it's so bad you like, want to recap what happened really quick yeah uh, this whole thing. So first of all, Todd shot the finger guns yeah. for anybody listening yeah. on the podcast, uh, which is a cool thing that everybody's done in for like forever. But not just Joe's, in football, just anywhere. No, no, it's just like if you're a cool guy, that's like what you do. Like you're <laughs> yep. at the bar, it's like looking at a girl, you know. Pow pow pow. Oh, exactly. Pick up girls. You could, and it would work know. because it's just a cool thing that people have done for forever. When Josie Jewell did it after a sack that got called back, was that that play? Yep. I think that was. Yeah, it was a sack that got called back. He got up and was like doing it because he's the outlaw. Yep. And so what do outlaws do? Like old cowboys, they pull out their old guns, they shoot out of the head. Like, I understand why the NFL took issue with it um, in some ways, but they fined him $13,000, which is pretty insane. Yeah. Like they want, they don't want any gun references. Again, makes sense. Like you don't want people running around with the like whatever. Like it's with an air gun. Don't exactly. pull out the air gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. But like, it's not even like he was shooting like an automatic weapon or something like that. It's uh-huh. like old-fashioned pistols that he's keeping in holsters on his pockets. Like that's that's so unthreatening. No offense, Josie. It's a great celebration, but it's like... It's, I, per- it's perfect for him, and I was is. so happy to see it because I've been asking him to do that since I played oh. with him. Are you going to pay the fine? Yeah, has he asked for the 13K? No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no we're not doing that, but I didn't want him to get fined for it because uh, I, you know, I asked him to do that because he has been the outlaw for yeah. so long. Like yeah. That's the perfect celebration. It is. It's ridiculous. I I hate that one in particular. And then what I also hate is that he, first of all, they they didn't let him wear the tinted visor, even though he got poked in the eye during practice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if he was, I don't know, name name a cool football player. Pat Sertan. Pat Sertan gets poked in the eyes like, hey, NFL, I need the dark visor. They'd be, they'd be like, oh, you look cool in that. That's fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Josie doesn't get the benefit of the doubt. So they say, no, you put on the pink visor. You can wear the pink one. And poor Josie is out there wearing a pink visor, and he is Swag. not a guy yeah, who gives up. Yeah, I don't up. mind it. I think it looks good. So, <laughs> Josie's, Josie's a dark visor guy, not a pink visor guy. It just fits his vibe so much better. With not the pink th- visor and the guns? 
<laughs> dark visor <laughs> it fits so perfectly so now he's out there and he, they make him wear the visor they they have like the $13,000 fine for just like a simple little cool celebration <sighs> that's the first one of those that actually gets to me like typically the I celebrations it's like oh you don't want guys to line up and act like bowling pins and like roll up like I don't know I don't need skits in football like that's been my take for all this stuff but when it's just like a simple little cool, like that's a great celebration. Like that could be, if, if he was a Pro Bowl linebacker, it'd be one of the best celebrations in the league. You know, it'd be like one that the NFL would love to market, but because it's a gun, they can't do that. Well, the NFL says, put those guns away. Put those Hestra gloves over your hands to keep mm, them safe no from anything. Yeah. Uh, don't trash your ski gloves. Don't trash uh, any gloves that you have for outdoor hard work. Make sure to get Hestra gloves. That All they've done is made gloves for 85 years. If you have one product and you've been able to do it for almost 100 years, that means that product is damn good. So get yourself Whoa. a pair of year-round work line uh, gloves for anything that you need. They are going to last, and they're headquartered right here in Arvada, Colorado. So if you want a pair of gloves, go to hestrajobs.us uh, and use the code DNVRJOBS to get 30% off your next purchase. And anyone looking to supply their team with high-quality work gloves at a bulk rate can email Josh Jacobson at Josh at HestraUSA.com. That's H-E-S-T-R-A-U-S-A.com. Check them out. HestraJob.us. Wow. And if you're preparing for the winter, you need to make sure that your roof is protected. Mm. You know, With the gloves? The gloves. Yep. That's true. And then you get a roof. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're installing the roof, you probably need the gloves. Absolutely. I wonder uh, if Red Hawk Roofing uses those gloves. Probably. Probably. But I do know they use quality materials. Mm, they have decades mm, of experience and they have a quick response time. They are the best estimators and contractors in Denver. They are huge DNVR supporters. And we love the winter in Colorado, but the winter is best kept outside. Mm. You do not want the winter in your house. So make sure that you have a good roof over your head. They have free in-depth photo reports for all their inspections. Winter is coming, so do not wait to take care of any issue before the big storms hit. Check, out, check them out at redhawkroofing.com. Tell them that DMVR sent you. Okay, so, Todd, you were part of this team that I'm going to reference. The 2018 Broncos mm. showed that, yeah, you can be three and six and still come back. Now we're going to stop at a certain point yeah. because this team didn't finish the season strong. But, mm -hmm. Todd, the, the, the 2018 Broncos you were on got off to almost as bad of a start is this team you guys started two and four you actually start two and oh mm -hmm. uh beat russell wilson and the seahawks in week one with case keenum throwing yeah. three <laughs> touchdowns three picks you took down russ on the defensive side uh but then you went on a four game losing streak you were two and four uh then you fell to three and six at some point in the season but then you had a three-game win streak to bring the team back to six and six and at that point the season really was right in front of you mm -hmm. guys. Um, now, what happened that next game was the George Kittle game where he went out for oh, 200 yards in, in the, the first, first half. half. Mm -hmm. and then Shut Emmanuel him down in the second. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Emmanuel Sanders got injured, I believe, in that game or a week after Chris Harris Jr. got injured, and the, oh. those were big blows to the team. Ended up losing the, the final four games of the season. But when I think of, like, man, being 3-6, and six, that is a really tough spot to be in but if you kind of get back to six and six which requires a three-game win streak mm -hmm. um 
it's if you're at six and six with the final, what would this be? Five games left of the season, you've got a shot. Now you've got to finish really strong. But you look at the schedule. You hear? Do you have the Broncos schedule uh, ready to pull up for us? So let's say the Broncos do lose this game, fall to three and six. Can they get back to six and six? Absolutely. You play the Vikings at home. Josh Dobbs. It looks like he's going to be the starting quarterback for them. Josh Dobbs just won NFC Offensive Player of the Week this past week for doing an incredible job coming in off like 48 hours Mm -hmm. of being with the team. But he was also benched the Mm -hmm. week before by a different team because he had been bad for a couple of games. So Broncos can easily win that game. Browns at home, because it's at home, you got a shot there. Who knows what type of quarterback Deshaun Watson is. And then... You get the Texans on the road. Texans 4-4 four and four right now. We just saw C.J. Stroud come off an incredible game, 470 passing yards, five touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But he's a rookie. Um, you, you could, especially if this defense is still playing at a high level, you could take advantage of playing a rookie quarterback. Boom, there you go, 6-6, six and six, even after losing to the Bills. Yeah, but, I mean, expecting a three-game winning streak is dangerous. Like, every one of those games to me is just a straight 50-50. Like the, the Vikings? Vikings, absolutely. Like they just went and won a game. They just beat the Lions. Like you're getting Justin Jefferson back, adding him into that offense. Like and and part of that they is didn't beat the Lions. Or sorry, the not the Giants either, right? Was it the Giants? Who was that? Was it the Giants? If it was the Giants, no, you it was just the went- Falcons. It was the Falcons. That's who it was. Yeah, yeah, it was the Falcons. So you just went from like one of the best teams in the NFL to like the Giants. No, the, oh, the, the, Lions. the Lions. There yeah. you go. Sorry, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the go and beat the Falcons, though. Like, you're adding Justin Jefferson back into that. Like, all of those games, to me, expecting wins is pretty crazy, I think. Like, wow. I, 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 to me, this is like a 500 team, and those are other teams that are just kind of like in that jumble that isn't like isn't the Cardinals on the bottom end, isn't the Bears on the bottom end, but also isn't, you know, the 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 Chiefs or the the Eagles or... You know, even the Cowboys kind of in that top end up there. Like, you just got such a wide middle that I get it's possible to get hot and win, you know, four or five or whatever it is. But getting hot for two months versus getting hot for one month is very, very different. Like, that is so tough to do. And that's why, like, this story that I found written in 2016, so maybe there have been some since. Up to that point, there have been four, three, and six teams that have made the playoffs in NFL history. Yeah. And it's different now because there's an extra team that gets in and there's an extra game that teams play. But if you don't win on Monday, I'm I'm nervous. I mean, I guess I'm, I'm nervous even if they do win in terms of their playoff chances, but they're almost almost doomed at that point. Todd, where do you fall about this, this potential three-game win streak? I think that it's possible. Um, mm-hmm. I don't feel like um, the caliber of teams – that they're going to play are going to be better than the Broncos. Yes, we got off to a rough start, but I feel like right now we're better than um, those teams. And yeah. even you talk about the Vikings, you know, you say Justin Jefferson's coming back. I look at that as almost like a negative because you have a guy in Josh Dobbs who's able to play free and find kind of mm. any receiver right now. When Justin Jefferson comes back, he's going to be having to steer down Justin Jefferson. He's going to be forcing him to mm-hmm. get the ball, throwing the ball to him. It's going to eliminate his, like, decision-making kind of – make him more so one-dimensional. And like you said, he was just benched from his other team. He's not now it's a true. Pro Bowl quarterback. I think, you know, he had a good game, and he may have another one. But at some point, I think he kind of falls back into his ways. 
And mm-hmm. I don't think the Broncos should be scared. Speaking, At the same time, though, if they go and beat the Saints this week, which is possible, they'd be coming into Denver with a five-game winning streak. Oh, I thought it's, I thought you have said a three-game winning streak was <laughs> I mean, impossible. I mean, it's tough, but they're doing it's not that it's not possible. It's just oh. that like if that's your if that's your plan, that's not a great plan. Henry, I agree yeah. with you. If Kirk Cousins wasn't hurt yeah. enough, okay. because Kirk Cousins to me, um, it, and Justin Jefferson. Is the Vikings like mm-hmm. that now? Yeah. Josh Dobbs, all credit to him. He just had an incredible game. I think it's much harder to do that on a consistent basis, as he showed with the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Didn't they go out and beat the Cowboys because Josh Dobbs had a great game mm-hmm. when he was with the Cardinals, and then he played bad enough to lose his starting job to who was it this past week that the Cardinals decided to go uh, with the rookie, uh, an undrafted from rookie. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with undrafted. Yeah, you guys. said undrafted. Nothing that was aggressive. <laughs> Why is he on the field? <laughs> Get him out of there. Um, but, um, I mean, that it's Kirk Cousins. Oh, no, he's from BYU. BYU. No, wait. BYU's Jared Hall. He's the Vikings. It doesn't matter. It was. I think he's the Houston guy. Henry, that that proves my point. Josh Dobbs was benched by him, and that just uh, shows yeah. how important Kirk Cousins was to that team. Yeah. Uh, and speaking of the Vikings, this from Adam Schefter right now. Um, says Justin Jefferson uh, said he can't yet put a date on when he might return. He said he wants to be 100% before he returns, but also calls himself day-to-day. So maybe he's not even a guarantee to play the Broncos. I would think he'd be ready in 10 By days, then, but yeah. but may- maybe not. If he really wants to be 100%, and if the Vikings lose and kind of snap their win streak, maybe he does say, my health is more important. He's also a guy that doesn't have a long-term contract. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame players when they don't have a long-term deal, and they say... I want to take care and make sure I'm 100% before risking my body for a team Mm -hmm. that hasn't been willing to invest in me. So why would I invest in them? So that's just an interesting thing to follow. Right now, the Broncos are uh, a a two-and-a-half-point favorite uh, on the very early line against Minnesota in a couple of weeks. Um, So I guess it's just how you view that that those Mm -hmm. next three games. Yeah, but even, I mean, if you're a two-and-a-half-point favorite, then it's like 55-45 that you win. I think you know? that line is crazy. You do? Yeah. See, I, if it's like Kirk Cousins isn't going to magically come back, right? No, but I mean, like, if it was Kirk, like, it's it's Russell Wilson on the other side. Like, it's not it's not like the Broncos are the super team. Four interception, Russell Wilson. And how many fumbles though? Like, it's not like the guy is playing superstar football out there. Like, yes, he is better obviously than Josh Dobbs, but that's not even necessarily the big matchup. Like, there is talent on that Vikings team. Like, they've got dudes. Like, Jordan Addison can can get downfield. Like, you've got Justin Jefferson. That's just that passing attack that should be able to prop Josh Dobbs up a little bit. Like, that's... I just can't... I don't think there's a team in the league where I'd give the Broncos a better than 2-1 to one chance of winning. Like, just because they're not... They're not... They've shown that they are great. Like, they're a 3-5 and five football team. This bye week has really changed you, man. Has it? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> no. for one day, man. man. I mean, Henry but like, if, if you're making, like, power rankings of the NFL, where do the Broncos fit in? Like, I don't think they're a top 10 team, right? No, they're middle of the pack. Exactly. But, but separate they're in front of some th- other teams. Yeah, they are. separate where they were from the first month of the season, where they were historically bad on defense. They were mm-hmm. awful. There's no defending yep. what happened in the first month of the season on the offensive side of the ball. Or on the defensive side. On the offensive side of the ball, they were fine. Mm -hmm. Now, on the offensive side of the ball, there's really only one game to to prove what their identity is, but it was against a damn good Chiefs defense. It was against a Chiefs defense Mm -hmm. that held um, the the Dolphins to zero points in the first half this past week. Yeah. And then Broncos defense has been 
only the, I think, second best in the NFL over this past month, only to the Ravens, who mm-hmm. are balling out of control right now. 15 mm-hmm. points a game. So okay. I think the team right now, I believe what Sean Payton said earlier this week, we're a much better team than we were three three or four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I believe that. I don't oh, just 100%. think it's a fluky three or four weeks. I think this team is middle of the pack. Exactly. I think the uh, Vikings are way back of the pack now without huh. Kirk Cousins. Yep. I think the Browns are, they're an extremely hit or miss team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Texans, you have a young quarterback. You have a rookie quarterback who's playing out of his mind, but yeah, he's, he, he's had highs and lows, mm-hmm. incredible highs, but also lows. I think the Broncos have the edge, especially at home against the Browns in all three of these games. And I did not feel that way before they beat the Chiefs. But beating the Chiefs changes a lot in my mind. Yeah, and the way they beat them. So uh, I think we're going to disagree with Henry again on this show. <laughs> I this is but I think, I, I think we all agree. Today. Middle of the pack. Like, call them the 15th best team in the league right now. But I just don't think that the difference between 15th and 22nd, like that to me is still like a 55-45 matchup in the NFL. Like the gaps just are so slim that so many games basically are just toss-ups. Call him Hater Henry. Hater Henry over here, (laughs) drinking the Haterade. Uh, And if you, oh, oh, baby, we've got a really cool thing to show you. Check this out. What we just got in stock. Yes, Pat Sertan shirt is out. And you can find it in our uh, description. You're here. We'll drop that in our YouTube description if you want to get the shirt. We just got it here. Our guy Mitchell bringing it over. So if you want to get your hands on the Pat Sertan shirt, we finally got it in stock. Check out thednvr.com. Click the link in our description to find that shirt. And also, check out our friends over at Bax and Shanker. If you've been hurt in any sort of accident, our friends over at Bax and Shanker are there to help. Give them a call for a free consultation. They're going to work on your case for free. You only pay when they win for you. So check them out over at 222-2222 or go to coloradolaw.net for our friends over at Bax and Shanker. If you're hurt in an accident, a motorcycle, car, ride share, pedestrian, truck, they even help if you're injured at work. Give them a call over at 222-2222 to see if you have a case. That's Bacchus and Shanker. And uh, head on over to uh, Breckenridge Distillery. Or, honestly, I guess you could just go to basically any liquor store around here because they all carry it because they have some great Broncos whiskey. Um, we've got both on set. Have we had both on set this whole time? I could swear no, one disappeared no, for a while. Yeah. We yeah. must have had to replace it. Yep. And I blame the Avs guys for sure. But, uh, yeah, so they've got the Ed McCaffrey bourbon. They've got the Alfred Williams bourbon that they helped, like, pick out and design, the orange and the blue. Um, and you can go check those both out and then vote on your favorite to win um, Bronco swag or two tickets to the uh, Breckenridge Bourbon Whiskey Suite for the New Year's Eve game against the Chargers. Um, so the way you do it is you post your favorite photos to IG and Instagram using hashtag Broncos Bourbon. Um, on December 1st, they narrow it down to 10 favorites. And then there's a fan vote after that for a week to decide who gets the top prize and all the other prizes as well. They've got all sorts of great stuff. The Reeky Seltzers are really popular at the bar. Um, So go pick up some Breckenridge Distillery products. They're available in all 50 states. Uh, You can go to your local retailer. You can go to BreckenridgeDistillery.com. Man, the Reekies are good. So, yeah, yeah, definitely check them out. Okay, let's uh, check out our whiteboard, the keys for the Broncos to win and not be in Doom City. 
like Henry thinks they will be. No. Uh, Wow, just, look at this updated whiteboard. We got a little cool. circle. I, I still feel think like they're going 7-1 and one down the stretch. <laughs> I just think that's a bad plan. Well, then let's have it so they don't have to go 7-1. <laughs> okay. and one. If the Broncos are going to beat the Bills, here are the keys. Lucky 21. I like to find magic numbers, and this okay. is a magic number mm. in this game. If the Broncos get to 21 points, they'll win. That's what the Buffalo Bills have showed this season. They're 5-4 and four right now, and all of the four losses the Bills have had, the other team has scored 22 points or more. Um, so you get to over 21 points, mm -hmm. you're going to beat the Bills. In their losses, they've allowed 25 points per game, an average of 25 points per game. In their five wins, the Bills have allowed their opponents an average of 12 points per game. Mm. So their defense is dominant in their wins 12 points a game that is insane but in their losses they're giving up over double that 25 points per game so it shouldn't be that difficult of an ask to score 22 points on a bill's defense that certainly has talent but mm. is also missing a lot of guys mm -hmm. and hasn't really found their gel yet i agree yeah all right let's hit the next whiteboard topic here you hear we've got overpower them yeah, uh, all about the power running game. That's that's what I see because I honestly there's a bunch of reasons. Um, the Bills' defense isn't as good this year. I think that that's been pretty clear and honestly not that surprising. I don't think because they lose two really important pieces um, and Matt Milano who's injured and mm -hmm. Tremaine Edmonds who left. Those are two of the best linebackers in the league, and that's what enabled them to use their nickel defense more than any other defense in the NFL last year. And for the last couple of years, they've kind of trended this way. Just almost every play, it's like 95% of the time, regardless of what the offense is running, they were able to put two linebackers out there and play a safety in the nickel and occasionally switch it out to a corner when they want to go lighter. And because those two linebackers cover up so much, they didn't have to worry about the running game. Now that they lose both those two guys, and instead they have an undrafted rookie. And... Uh, Strong with undrafted guys, Henry. No, I mean, he's... He's you're looking at you're, you're looking at they, like they have like a rookie. They have a rookie. They have a rookie. They have a rookie. Um but neither of these two guys are are um established in any sort of way. I think one's like 225 pounds, the other's like 230, 235. Like they're really light and they can move and that's why you just got to get downhill, make them make some reads and you should be able to run all over them. And that's what other teams have done. I think they're they're what like 30th in yards per attempt allowed yeah. i didn't pull it up quick enough but i think that's right um that to me should just be the entire offense strategy just go heavy run them over you're bigger than them and those linebackers will get confused and the more the closer we get to this game i told todd before this the more scared i am of von miller destroying mm -hmm. this game <laughs> if you run the ball 40 times and you only have russell wilson drop back 19 times not only does that give von fewer chances mm -hmm. but it also makes von not be able to a hundred percent focus on his get off yep. because mm -hmm. before most snaps he's got to think okay can i actually get fully upfield and take my full explosion off the line or do i have to see if if there's a run coming at me first yeah he can't be as aggressive um it definitely slows those outside guys down i mean you either run a run at him like with pullers um and like the power game or you want to be able just to slow him down with quick passes so um, you don't want him to be aggressive. You want to try to slow him down as much as you can. So if we were able to run the ball, like you're saying, and then pass off of that, we'll be able to kind of trick him into be, be waiting for the run when we're about to pass. Yeah, yep. exactly. All right, next I key. I should say, Tyrell Dodson, not undrafted rookie, undrafted a few years ago, but 
has barely played in his career. There you go. There you go. All right, next whiteboard key. Pick six? Yeah, I think this is going to be a game where the defense needs mm. to score. Um, I think the Bills have the ability. I don't know if they'll come with it or not, but they have the ability to score pretty quickly and uh, move the ball downfield. So I think we're going to need to score on defense, and I think I need one of our big-time DBs, Pat Zertan, Justin Simmons, to step up. Uh, and we need a pick six. We need at least six points on the defense to make this a very winnable game for the Broncos. I love that. Did you mean a Bill Litty? Was that intentional? No. Oh, God. <laughs> Sad. Oh, no. I like it. It just I reminds like it, me, when we were oh, in Chicago, no. Henry. How much did they use bear? Oh, my God. It was unbearable, yeah, honestly. That's yeah, exactly it was everything. What, it, it, what were they, they were putting it? It was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there yes. you go. I bet, uh, I bet the Bills used that. <laughs> what an unbelievable touchdown. There was like, uh, like, they had the whole video before. It's like, don't embarrass other Bears yeah, fans. Yeah, like, yeah. be not, like, it was in everything they did. Yep. They just tried to fit a bear in there. So, um, Josh Allen has been great this year in every mm -hmm. single way except for one, mm -hmm. and that's turnovers. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. Henry, you brought up Russell Wilson's turnovers. You said, well, fumbles. Mm -hmm. You said, well, Russell Wilson's had his fumbling issues. So has Josh Allen. Yep. And, in fact, Russell Wilson has fumbled five times. Now, not all of them have been lost, um, but five fumbles, four interceptions mm -hmm. so that's a total of nine josh allen has nine interceptions on his own yep. and then mm -hmm. plus three fumbles so josh allen turns the ball over more than russell wilson and that's the only weak point in his game josh allen's incredible mm -hmm. uh we, we all know the talent there and he actually has had a much better season than i really thought um but it's it's just a turnover so you're spot on it uh todd Take advantage of it. When he throws it up, when he puts it on the ground, you got to take advantage of it. Got to. That's a must. Pick yep. six, baby. Yep. I love it. All right. Next one here. So, small game Gabriel. You guys mm -hmm. know pro football reference? How yes. they have uh, some bizarre nicknames mm -hmm. next to people's names? Mm -hmm. Actually, Henry, can you look at if Todd has a nickname according to yeah. pro football reference? Um, mm. But according to pro football reference, I don't know if this is real or not. Gabe Davis's nickname is Big Game, Big Game Gabe. Mm. It's probably from that AFC Championship game where he had like four touchdowns a couple of years ago. That was the one where they scored just a little too early, and the Chiefs drove the ball down with 12 seconds left to win. Um, but make him small game Gabriel mm. in this game uh, because at looking at how the Bills operate. Stephon Diggs is going to get his. Yeah. It doesn't matter if he has a big game uh, or, or he's always going to have a good game. But it doesn't matter if Stephon has 100 yards or not. That doesn't impact whether the Bills win or not. Josh Allen doesn't want Stephon Diggs to be upset. So mm -hmm. in wins or losses, he's going to feed him the ball. Yeah. And, and Stephon Diggs is going to get his. But when it comes to Gabe Davis, he's kind of the difference. And if the Bills win or lose in the, the five wins that the Bills have, Gabe Davis averages four and a half catches, 60 yards, and has four total touchdowns in those five wins. And the losses, he averages half the catches, literally exactly half, 2.25 catches, 34 receiving yards, and he has one touchdown. So if the Broncos allow Josh Allen to have success with many different guys, mm -hmm. that's when it gets dangerous. Just, just make it the Stefan Diggs show, and don't be afraid of that. I think Stefan Diggs' best statistical game this year, the Bills lost. Mm -hmm. So there's no correlation there, but there is a correlation with winning and losing with how Gabe Davis does. So um, Fabian Moreau, have a game Big here. Game, yep. Todd does not have a nickname. 
Damn. Put one in there. Okay, we, we can probably <laughs> update that. Because if, as long as anybody says it just like once, uh -huh. it'll get in there. Yeah. So like Peyton Manning has the sheriff, the caveman, or paydirt. Which what? I'm... Is the caveman... Like, the caveman. obviously, the sheriff, yes. We've yeah, all we all that. know the sheriff. Mm -hmm. Do you know of the caveman? He kind of looks like a caveman. No, that's probably where it comes from. Probably. I was looking at a lot of Broncos this morning, and none of them have nicknames. Mm. We need to change that. We need wow. to come up with some nicknames for guys. Yeah. Um, okay, next key, next whiteboard for this game is beat Vaughn. Yeah, you got to have an edge rusher go out there and beat Vaughn. If Vaughn gets one sack, you need, you need Nick Benito or Baron Browning or somebody to have two. If Vaughn gets two, you need one of them to have three. Like, I think that the Broncos need to have the best edge rusher in this game. Um, because, I mean, it's, like, obviously twofold. That means you're not letting Vaughn kill you. And you're also getting after Josh Allen. So that's that's my final key is you need to you need to have one of your edge rushers have more sacks than Vaughn does. Okay, really quick. Who would that be? It has to be Baron Browning. Mm. I think so. He's the best pass rusher we have. He is. I totally agree. And uh, actually, it was Zach Allen last week who said, uh, some people say Baron Browning is Von Miller-esque, and he is. Mm -hmm. Now, that's like putting a, <laughs> a ridiculous amount of expectation yep. on him. But how about this? In the two games Baron Browning's been back, this is coming from Anthony Cover One on Twitter. Baron Browning has the is second in pass rush productivity in the entire NFL. Mm -hmm. He has 10 pressures, two sacks, two quarterback hits, six hurries, and is 18th out of 200 in qualifying defenders and pressure percentage at 23.1%. So it's like, okay, that's a little crazy to call him Vaughn. In the small sample size that he has, mm -hmm. he's great. So yeah. Can he do it? Can he do it for just more than a smaller sample size? That that's going to be what determines if Baron Browning is an elite pass rusher in the NFL, or if he's a guy that just doesn't have that consistency. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he has a little bit of Von swag to him. I think the celebrations, the way he's able to, you know, get around the edge. Yeah. He has big quads. Yeah. Um, yeah. Both, you know what I'm saying? No, no, you know, not too many. <laughs> but, uh, he is a little Von Miller-esque um, in his approach to the game. So and he was that. he was working with Von's uh, current trainer, old trainer. I'm not sure. The guy who does all the beach workouts. Sir? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was working with him this offseason, too. tried to too. kill me. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to kill me. I think it, I went a couple of times. I'm like, look, I can't, you know. <laughs> this is different. Um, it's like Green Beret training. It's different. Those uh. workouts just looked insane. Like, Von Miller doesn't even have nicknames on Pro Football Reference. That's insane. The Vonster. Or Quadzilla because That's of right. the quads. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Vonster is the one that I remember. Who That's called him Vonster? I don't know. That was that was like around. I mean, well, just a, Reddit, you know, yeah. like Twitter, that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people on the internet. That's the only people yeah. I talk to. <laughs> I wasn't talking to Bronco fans up in Montana. That's for sure. <laughs> All right. Let's get to our final key for the Broncos to win. Where's Diggs? Yeah, so this is twofold. I think that, you know, we have to know where Stephon Diggs is. He's a best wide receiver, one of the best in the NFL, so we have to be able to locate him um, and really have Pat travel him. I think that's the game plan we should have because if any other corner is on Stephon, they're going to throw the ball to him. But then also, I would love for this game after for people to be like, where is Stephon Diggs? Mm. Like, where was he? Was he playing? Was he uh, in the game? Because we did such a good job locking him up. 
And you say you don't want to see, he, uh, Josh Allen doesn't want Stefan to be upset. I yeah. want him to be upset. Yeah, yeah. I want him to be yelling at Josh yeah. on the sidelines, <laughs> like, give me the ball. Why can't you find a way uh-huh. to give me the ball? I want that, you know, conflict on their team. So yep. we have to eliminate Stefan Diggs. I love that. I love that, too. And Stefan has shown that he's not afraid to get a little upset mm-hmm. uh, publicly and show that. Receivers typically are ones to show that a little more on sidelines. Okay, I would look. I would imagine, tell me if I'm wrong, Todd, but I would imagine that during a primetime game, if you have that personality already, you want the ball even more oh, yeah, during sure. primetime game. So if you're not getting it, you probably get that much more upset if you're not getting it. Yeah, that's when you throw your helmet at yeah. the kicking, <laughs> kicking nets and mm-hmm. kicking stuff around. Yeah, he's going to be hot once he uh, gets locked down. Oh, there was man. a... Uh, what is what there was that bleach report series where they do like the animated like nfl players and they have like it might have been like game of thrones themed okay maybe it was the nba one it was funny so they have like whatever this is you being online i've not online enough apparently <laughs> but otherwise i know the video and what it's called but um it, there's like a running bit where it'll just cut to stefan diggs and he'll just say stefan diggs is disgruntled <laughs> and then that's just like it because he's just always upset about something like and has been upset about something for like forever. Even even when he's putting up crazy numbers with the Vikings, yeah. he wanted out, which was insane. So yeah. yeah. He also did come out and say uh Stefan Diggs was actually mad at himself mm. um when he was throwing his helmet and whatever on the sideline. Mm. So uh believe that if you want. Good PR work. Yeah. Yep. He was mad at himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um I need some help here, guys. Um tonight. Awful, awful game on Thursday Night Football. On the surface, we've got Tyler Bajent mm-hmm. and the Tyson, Tyson yep. Bajent. Thank yep. you for correcting me. Yep. Um, and the are they one and seven? Are they two? No, they're two. <laughs> two wins, one win. Bears doesn't matter. Terrible two. Bears team. Yeah, going up against the. You're right. The one win uh, Panthers. Panthers team mm-hmm. with Bryce Young and uh, the Bears are without. Uh, their starting quarterback, Justin Fields, playing with a rookie quarterback. They're without their starting running back as well, and they have an awful defense. They are three-and-a-half-point favorites mm-hmm. over a DraftKings sportsbook. Going up against, I know the Panthers are bad on yeah. offense, on defense, but they have the number one overall pick in Bryce Young. Yeah. If the Panthers are going to win another game this year, it's this one. I love the Panthers yeah. in this game. Right now, they're plus 140 over a DraftKings sportsbook. Am I crazy? I If, if they had Justin Fields, I'd be right with you, but, like... If with Bajan, I'm going with the Bears. Give me a break. Wow. You are yeah. the biggest not, Justin Fields hater. I just, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think they're about to go on a run. It's going to be just disgusting in Chicago. Like, Bajan's going to go win them this game. No. Maybe they even pull off, like, the upset against the Lions. Give me a break. And then all of a sudden, everybody's going to be like, wait, do we have to put Justin Fields back in? And it's going to be toxic. Yeah, Bajan's going to get hot here, and Chicago's so going to, like, burn to the ground. So what you're telling me is the Bears <laughs> can go on a winning streak, but the Broncos no. still can't? Uh, no, they can't. I mean... I just seven and one is just such a big I'm just ask saying, for a three and five team. Bajan's gonna burn Chicago down with how great he's gonna play and they're gonna yeah. go on the run. But that's that's just because Justin Fields is so bad. Oh my gosh. The Broncos don't have that sort of force where like like uh, they just don't have a bad player they could bench that would get the team leveled up. Oh my god. I, I wonder what's going through the minds of the Bears organization. Because they probably don't want they don't want either one of these teams to win any games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They want us both exactly. to lose. Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> like we need tie? those first two picks. Could a yep. tie help them out? 
I don't know. Maybe they start running clock in overtime. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Huh. Um, so, Henry, you're telling me that the quarterback that's put up an average of 15 points per game over the last two weeks has thrown yeah. two touchdowns and five <laughs> interceptions. Is that Bryce Young? And two fumbles. <laughs> We're talking seven turnovers in wow. the past two games. Yeah. He's better than Justin Fields. Hey, I've just got a good feel for this league. <laughs> hey, check his coffee, man. We got to <laughs> yeah, see what's in there. Seriously. That. <laughs> Bryce Young's coming off one touchdown, three picks last week, 48 passer rating. He did. Um, yeah, but that's still half a turnover less than Tyler Bajan has averaged over the past two weeks. Hey, it's going to be an ugly game. Like I said, I'm not watching this. Oh, my God. You're not watching oh, this. I guess it's football. this is the game that, oh, I'm doing something with my girlfriend. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's fair. Uh, yeah. I was, uh, yeah, you got to pick a night. I was like, uh, this is probably the one. <laughs> um, but yeah, also Justin Fields. Oh, he got hurt in that game. We need to put something on the line rating. for this one. Cool. What? Oh, think about ooh, it. Think about Todd it. still owes me from that uh, Montana win over We're talking about what you guys are betting. Uh, uh, no, but nothing it, just, to do with me. it just brings a smile to my face it whenever it crosses my mind. To do you know, with they me. all Montana to do. This is the best Montana team. Like I don't even think they've been ranked this high since I was like in high school, junior high maybe. So I'm hyped, and they're gonna go beat the Cats next weekend. They're gonna be number two in the country going to playoffs. That's a separate thing though. Um, Why don't you think about it? Yeah, we'll think about and something. And if you can't think of anything, well, I'm just going to put even more money on the Panthers over at uh, DraftKings Sportsbook. I got them at plus 130. They've now bumped up to plus 140. But if you want to get on the action, go to DraftKings Sportsbook. And if you bet five bucks on anything, new customers are going to give $200 in bonus bets to instantly so that you can just use bonus bets to win money on the Panthers. You can win, but you use that money to bet on the Broncos this coming week. We got a full Sunday of no Broncos football. So I'm going to be placing a lot of bets on non Broncos to, to keep me involved. So check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the code DNVR over at sign up and make sure to download the app. It's an official sports betting partner of the NFL and use that code DNVR over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, and, uh, I need to find the rest of this read. Ooh, while you do that, yes. if you want actual good bet tonight, Dante Foreman to to just whatever his rushing yards are, take the over. And a half. That's ridiculous. He might go for a hundred tonight. I might even take like an alternate line like that. The fact that they were not using him all season is just mind boggling. It makes you wonder if they really are just tanking. Like the running backs, I can't remember who there's like Khalil they, Herbert. Yeah, Khalil mm -hmm. Herbert, Roshan Johnson. I think was getting touches over him. Meanwhile, they go get. Well, a legitimately good big power back and they're finally unleashing him and he's i think that's what's really going to carry him hmm. if you want like a good Dante take Foreman. he was he's been really good when he's played yeah <laughs> that's been true last year too yeah exactly. when mccaffrey left when he yeah was with uh the, the numbers were insane about that. he was putting up like 100 yards a game or something um all right what else do we have uh, we uh, got our, our friends at Breck, Breckenridge Brewery. Let's go. The official mm. beer of the DMVR. Uh, they got the Broncos Country Pale Ale right there, always on set. Got to keep them close to us because we love them so much. Yes. Um, you can go to breckbrew.com for their beer locator so you can find where any Breck Brew is sold near you. And they've been doing it for a long time, over 33 years, and they have a love for great beer. They have tons that you should try, which is like the Fun Slinger, the Good Company mm -hmm. Hard Seltzer, which is very popular right now. Um, and if you're looking to watch some calories but also get a little buzz, hard seltzer is always the way to go. Um, I told you about the Broncos Country Pale Ale. And right now they have a 
way for you to win fun games and prizes. Um, they have the opening day parking lot party. You know what? That already passed. That was on November 3rd. If you missed it. <laughs> I love them. If you missed it, you missed a great party. So go check them out at breakbrew.com for their beer locator. All right. Uh, and speaking of missing things, I missed this with the DraftKings read. So I've got to read it. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.100gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. How many days is that, Henry? Seven. There you go, you quick learner. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash sportsbook for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, before we get out of here, let's talk to the people. You hear? And also, right before we talk to the people, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit us with a thumbs mm -hmm. up. We got a lot of people watching and not many thumbs up. If you're watching live, it really helps us out. If you're watching after the fact, a thumbs up also still helps us out a lot. So drop us a like. Helps us a lot. If you're listening on the podcast side, hit us with a five-star review. Whether you're over at Spotify, Apple, somewhere else, that helps us a lot, too. We really appreciate everyone tuning in and appreciate the support. You hear any Super Chats? No Super Chats? We do have some comments on the website, though. First one coming in from nscott10. He says, here's a pro tip from a cop. Okay. This oh. was mostly directed at Ryan, mm. who had his car broken into over this weekend. Oh, dang. That's so, not fun. Here's a pro tip from a cop. He says, it's honestly kind of a better strategy to leave your car unlocked with nothing in it. This way, they won't break the window. They'll go through your stuff and then leave. They're looking for two things, guns and money and credit cards as well. Wow. Wow. All right. Would you leave your car just unlocked? Heck no. <laughs> that, I know. That seems like a really bad idea. But he's a cop, and I, he is, he is a cop. I'm just me. Yeah. Like, and I, yeah, I, I trust him. I don't think I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, he it says, makes sense. I know this is a fun place, but this seems like a good time for some advice. Do not, I repeat, do not confront these people breaking into cars. They're all armed with guns, and most will not hesitate to shoot. It's not say, worth it. That's all. Be safe. <laughs> Did you say gums? I meant guns. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I gotta play. I gotta play devil's advocate. How do we know he's a cop? Uh, oh, so, how do we know oh, he's not? What if he's robbing? Like, oh do not confront these people. They will kill you. <laughs> yes. Leave your car locked. <laughs> Don't mess with anybody breaking the. Oh. I will say though, uh, two years ago, three years ago, my truck got stolen. We chased it down the street and we got shot at. Oh, so that's man. really actually good advice. Like, so you saw them. No, take your car two and you days later, we saw the car. We chased it down. They, like, drove back by where they stole no, it from? No, we just saw it randomly, and we're like, screw it. We're going to chase them. We chased what? them, turned around, and bam, bam, yeah. bam. Oh, my gosh. If I stole a car, I would take that thing way away from where <laughs> yes. I stole it. Uh -huh. I totally yeah, I'm not, like, a thief or anything. I'm just <laughs> yeah. me. Like, if that's what the thieves do, I can't argue with that either. I really think that this guy's a, a thief, though, and not a cop. Todd a makes nice points. <laughs> So great. So I've already said how just this week, how my my first car was stolen twice. Mm. Um, got it back both yep. times. Mm -hmm. One time, my mom's car, which was parked in the garage, she goes in the garage on a Saturday morning, 8 a.m., opens her car door, 
and there's someone sleeping there. What? And the guy yeah. looks at her and goes, what are you doing? She goes, what am I doing? <laughs> and then, like, what are you doing? And then, like, leaves right away, obviously. Like, runs away. And uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Then, like, this dude had door. just been, like, <laughs> sleeping in the car because she took this guy's advice and just left the car unlocked in the garage. Yeah. And, uh, and there was, like, yeah, it was just, she was like, there's someone in my car right now. But he, like, left, but just so weird. Have you seen the other guys? No. In the movie with Will Ferrell? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When his car gets stolen, and then the the homeless people, uh-huh. yeah, yep, <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah, it's like a it's like an orgy in the car. Oh, yeah. wow. that's that was the first thing that came to mind when I thought like leave the car open. It's like <laughs> what if they're trying to get things out of it? They're trying to get in. They're trying to get in. <laughs> well, we'll need a follow up from our friend the cop. Yeah, but yeah. what's his name? N Scott Ten. N Scott. He's 10. been rolling with us for a long time. Okay, I don't know if he's mentioned yet that he's a cop. So, mm. uh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. If I, I just need some more information to back up what we've heard here. <laughs> M. Moogie 94 taking us home. He says, hey, y'all, with the talk of Vaughn being the face of the Rocky Mountain region a couple days ago, it got me thinking, is Justin Simmons Mr. Denver right now? We all know Anthony, or, uh, yeah, um, AG is Mr. Nugget, but Simmons is at Nuggets, Avs, and also maybe Mammoths games. He's also very involved in the community. And Can't say he's not our, there. <laughs> it's true. Maybe. And has been our Walton Payton Man of the Year candidate many years. I strongly believe that if Justin Simmons played for a winning franchise in a big market, he would have won Man of the Year two years ago as well. Anyways, let me know what y'all think. Thanks. Justin, speaking of him being at Nuggets games, was at the Nuggets game last mm-hmm. night. Did yeah, you run into him? No, I didn't run into him. We were in and out. Um, I saw him. I saw Tim Patrick there, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other teammates maybe sprinkled throughout the game. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think he if he was playing and the Broncos were winning, I think maybe. But I think right now, I think Jokic uh, is, like, the man in Denver. It's just Probably so tough be, to they argue. just won. Um, he's the most dominant. He's the person that makes basketball look the easiest I've ever seen. So it's ridiculous. Yeah, he's definitely the man right now. Yeah, I yeah. Today, Todd, do you feel small being in Nuggets games? Small like physically nope. when you see the Nuggets? No. Nope. Do you ever feel small? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't calling out your muscles. <laughs> I should say, do you feel short? <laughs> they, they, no, they those guys are pretty tall. I can't mm-hmm. lie. Because you probably have rarely ever felt like short uh-huh. in life. I was thinking that might be like the only place where you do. Yeah, those guys are pretty tough. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a place where you feel big, Zach? Um, my mom is a kindergarten school teacher. Oh, so when I visit Ooh, class, wow. yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> <good. laughs> That'll be so fun. That's it. You yeah. go play some football with him or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. then, then I'm like that gym teacher. Yeah, that just that just uh, dominates yeah. the kids. <laughs> that's like that reminds me of that Family Guy episode where they're talking about. How many kindergartners could you beat up or like yeah. take on? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't played how many Zacks in quite a while. Mm, that used true. to be like a trend. It was like once a week, it'd be like, how many Zacks would it take to tackle Derrick Henry? That was yeah. a good one. How it's many? Like, is it five? Is it like fifteen? How many think? How many do you think of me it would take to tackle you if you're the running back? Um, like we're just running like. Head on, like Oklahoma yeah. drill yep. style. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Oklahoma I don't want to think about this, actually. So a couple of you. A couple? A couple? Okay, yeah, a couple I'll take that. You. I'll take yeah. that. that. That could mean two, right? I, I mean, mean, technically, a couple means two. Yeah. So there's a few of you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not going to press you anymore. We're just going to end on that note. And uh, because Broncos are playing on Monday night, 
We're doing a Friday pod yep. tomorrow to give our final picks. I know Henry's picking the Broncos to get blown out in this game. No, I'm not. But is Todd going to pick him to win? I'm curious to find out. We'll find out tomorrow on the DNBR Broncos podcast. Thank you all so much for rolling with us. Flying cotton